I'm Elia Hubbard for the Beirut Banyan. If you're ever in Martyr Square, you'd know that there's a tent that is dedicated for first aid. Medics are there at all times. I was told by friends that they were all volunteers, so I thought I'd go ask one of them about why they're doing it. If you don't mind, please providing me with your name, age, and profession. Okay, my name is Bilal, Bilal Badrani. I am 25 years old. I'm a registered nurse. I work in the emergency department. Uh, I'm here volunteering as a first in the first aid tent as a nurse and a medic. As you mentioned, you are volunteering, which means you have a reason to be here today. Would you mind explaining why you are here instead of lounging at home, given you have such a stressful job? Here we have the same vision as everyone on the field. So all of us, we, we, want, uh, we want a better Lebanon for us and for our kids, maybe, for later in life. Because, as you know, especially our age is critical, 25, 26 years old. I already like, have my paper to go to Paris in like six months. So uh, maybe if I can change a little bit, that would be great. It's almost been a month since this whole thing started. As an individual, what do you think you've learned in this month? I learned that patience is the key and you have to keep asking for what you want. They always expect, that, uh, expect us to, to stop going to the streets, but every day Lebanese people surprise me, every single day. Like now, maybe it's a little bit calm, but when you go to Saturday, you will find that everyone is on the streets. So I think patience is the best thing, best key for it, and never give up on what you want. Um, since we're talking about patience, what would you tell those that lost patience? Whether they've been demonstrating and they stopped, or they never demonstrated and they are losing patience with what's happening now? I will tell them that the, the main reason they came to the street because they lost patience for the politicians. You know, they always gave us promises, fake promises, fake hope, fake hopes, and they never went on this. They never did anything. That's why we went on the streets in the first place. So I would tell them, don't go back to what you were before, because the reason you went to the streets is because you lost patience. So you shouldn't lose patience again. You will go back to start. It's like a cycle, you know. And and for those uh, that never joined, do you have any? thoughts that you can share with them and the reason why I'm asking this is because at the end of the day we're all compatriots whether we agree with each other or not. A month later what would you tell the people who are still hesitant and a bit scared of what's going on on the streets? Uh, I w at first I would love the people that are not able to come to the street for a medical condition or her reason it's okay just watching us and supporting us from home it's good it's better than nothing but for the ones that can go and they are not going i would suggest you should go and come see the streets for yourself i made so many new friends in here even here here in the tent we all are from the medical field but each one of us is from one different region or one different hospital and now we're all friends we sometimes i just can be with them and share a laugh and help people so it's, it's a beautiful place. Do you remember that you've seen something, whether in the tent or on the square, that surprised you, whether negatively or positively? Maybe us as nurses, medics and doctors, we don't expect much because we are used to see many stuff. But there's always like, you know, you have extremists from all the parts, even us, the one, the people on the street, sometimes we take bad decisions. Even in, med in medical decisions, you might take a bad decision once in a lifetime. So this occurs so much. But to say we always learn from our mistakes, and that's what really matters. And 
Like yesterday, I was heading home at 10, closing the 10, then we saw the fights in Riyadh Salah. So we we stayed for like two extra hours just so we can heal, heal and help the people down there. But sometimes you get like small surprises, but in the end, we share the same mission. And uh, since you brought up the topic of healing, this is something that's been on my mind also today as well. Because after this while, um, we tend to also neglect not only our physical health while we're on the ground but also our mental health how do you cope with the mental stress of being here i take guidance and i speak with people because i know about my mental health but not everyone does so that's why the psychologists and psychotherapists of lebanon they created a tent up there and usually if anyone comes like with a mood swing or a moody behavior or anything usually we refer them over there so even if you're on the field, we have we can take care of your physical, and we have people that can take care of your mental. So we always try to tell the people that if you need us, we're here. And we have patients that comes every day, like for a dressing change. For uh, so we have patients that we've we've seen them since day one, from elderly to kids. So which is good. Like we created like a small family. Like we're a new medical center in the field. You know. Hospital <laughs> It's fun and uh, and people should be more aware of that. What do you want next? So you're here now today. You're volunteering and you're trying to help with your professional capacities. But to my understanding, you mentioned that you're also hoping for change, concretely on the ground. If there's one thing or a couple of things that you'd like to happen tomorrow, what would those be? The first thing is we need our basics you know we need our as we say them in Arabic like at least electricity I left my home I live here in Beirut like nearby 10 minutes nearby I came I left home and there was no electricity they should be ashamed of that we're like it's <laughs> we're 2020 right now everyone have electricity and we don't have electricity water we buy water every two weeks these are the basics, not to mention that the laws, we have to change the laws, we have to create better opportunities, especially for us, our age. I mean, I'm 25 years old, I'm almost 26. Uh, I live with my parents because I can't move out. I am, I'm trying to leave the country so I can make money, so I can come back maybe to get a house. So, so what, what do, they, do they expect from us? Like, if no one can get married, no one can buy homes, no one. What do they expect for the country? If all my generation left, was left, only the kids and the elderly. I want to live in a country where uh, the religion doesn't control us. So it's good to have spirituality, but it's, it's yours and you should keep it yours. And it should not go and control our lives and our mindsets. That's what I think about it. And third thing is especially no, no corruption. and. And I think that there's so many people that deserve to be in the spot of politics and in, in place of our politicians that are not. And, and even though we just did the revolution, but uh, last uh, elections, people showed that there's a big, because there's a huge difference. There's so many people that stopped, especially us, our generation, stopped voting for these people in politics, you know, and started voting for uh, for young people and people that are worth worthy of uh, the post uh, but that's still not enough hopefully after this revolution next election is gonna be enough now my last question to you 
if, let's say, you're looking back at this moment of our history one year from now, what do you think people will remember or what do you want them to remember? I think they will remember that they were the people on the street chanting for change and they are the ones that changed everything and it will be in history that they changed Lebanon for a better Lebanon. Elia Haber, signing off from Martyr Square for the Beirut Banyan.